Hello, and welcome to Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and it's Monday, February 12th. Tesla has told employees to communicate to buyers that there is no Model Y refresh coming this year. After the Model 3 refresh launched last year, there have been many rumors about the Model Y to follow. It started last year with Reuters claiming that Tesla was planning one and called the Juniper Project to come out in 2024. More recently, Bloomberg reported the same thing in mid-2024. But the reports have led buyers to often ask Tesla to ask whether or not it's coming before they go ahead with their purchase. But now Tesla has sent a talking point email to their employees and staff, letting them know that there is no refresh for the Model Y launching this year. Tesla sales employees are often kept in the dark about product updates, so now the automaker is obviously incentivized to get the orders in now before stalling into oblivion. It's quite likely that Tesla will still upgrade the Model Y this year, However, it seems that they plan to do so incrementally, so as not to refuel delays. Tesla has announced a new temporary price cut on the Model Y in the U.S., a new strategy for the automaker. Over the last few months, Tesla has had many price changes in several markets, but not here in the U.S. The automaker is now discounting the Model Y, but only temporarily. Their site reads, quote, New Model Y rear-wheel drive and long-range all-wheel drive prices reduced for deliveries now, through February 29th. Prices will increase by $1,000 or more on March 1st. Now, the Model Y rear-wheel drive now starts at $43,000, and the dual-motor long-range starts at $48,000. Tesla is planning to build a new world's largest supercharger station, and it might give us a glimpse into the future of electric car charging. It's a new station planned for Kern County, California, near where I-5 meets Highway 46. According to the construction permit application, there will be over 160 supercharger stalls at the station, making it the largest in the world. It also includes 16 pull-through stalls, which is a first for its size. The plan also confirms that Tesla is going to build a microgrid consisting of batteries and solar canopies. We hope to see more stations like this open up soon. An advertising campaign paid a good amount of money to slam Tesla during the Super Bowl again. This is actually the second year that this has happened. A fellow by the name of Dan O'Dowd, a self-described billionaire and founder of Green Hill Software, which is a privately owned company that makes operating systems and programming tools, they're behind the effort to counter Tesla's autopilot and self-driving efforts, calling for them to be banned. Similar to previous ads, the organization called the Dawn Project, they record stage events to claim that Tesla vehicles will run stop signs, run over children, and pose a threat to society. You can let me know what you think of these ads in the comment section below. Stellantis has finally announced that they are joining everyone else in adopting the NACS connector for their upcoming electric vehicles, but there is no deal with Tesla or the supercharger network. In 2022, Tesla opened up their proprietary connector, now known as NACS, in the hope of making it official for the charging standard in North America. And to my personal disbelief, it's actually happening. With the adoption of NACS, automakers made deals with Tesla for their own EV owners to go with the supercharger network using an adapter at first. Stellantis didn't announce any such deal with Tesla, but they did say that their vehicles will be equipped with the plug. As a bit of a snub to Tesla, the announcement also doesn't mention Tesla at all and further goes on to use the product code SAEJ3400 instead of even using NACS. The automaker appears to be betting on their own newly announced Iona charging network, as they mentioned it several times in the announcement. 
Kia plans to replace the Stinger with an incredibly powerful all-electric sedan called the EV8. The high-performance EV is expected to pack over 600 horsepower and 500 miles of range as Kia's most powerful car yet. The Kia EV8 will be the first electric vehicle based on Hyundai's next-generation platform called EM. According to Kia's leaked Union New Car production schedule, which is courtesy of the Korean car blog, by the way, the electric Stinger replacement will include a 113.2 kilowatt-hour battery, 200 kilowatt and 250 kilowatt motors front and rear, and a 0 to 60 sprint in 3.4 seconds. When it's taking it easy, they say the car will score between 435 and 497 miles of range. That is using the WLTP cycle, which is a little more generous than what we use here, the EPA standard. The new Chevy Equinox EV will officially start at $34,995, including destination fee, and dealers are gearing up to begin orders. GM expects the Equinox EV to be their most affordable electric vehicle that offers 319 miles of range. The company also confirmed that the Equinox EV will qualify for the $7,500 federal EV tax credit. The new Equinox will be one of the more affordable EVs on the market in all reality. They are undercutting rivals, including the Model Y, the Volkswagen ID.4, the Ioniq 5 from Hyundai, the Nissan Aria, and even the Volvo EX30. The new Equinox EV is expected to fill a very important hole that GM left when they stopped making the Chevy Bolt. The Chevy Bolt will relaunch, but not until next year at the earliest. Chinese automaker and battery giants, including BYD, CATL, and NIO, are teaming up to form an all-star lineup aimed at developing all solid-state electric vehicle batteries. According to Nikkei Asia, the China All-Solid-State Battery Collaborative Innovation Platform, or CASIP, <laughs> it was formed last month. It is a government-led alliance which pools from the major players in the Chinese battery manufacturing industry. It'll include the Ministry of Industry and Information Technology from the Chinese Communist Party, the Ministry of Science and Technology from the Chinese Communist Party, and the Ministry of Science and Technology and National Energy Administration from the Chinese Communist Party, and others. The group will now join the solid-state battery race alongside Toyota, BMW, and many, many other companies, organizations, and now governments. I don't have my hat, but I'll go with it anyway. In today's Arrogance news, the electric Ford F-150 Lightning has been delivered to its first market overseas starting in Norway. To stoke the flames of racism and inequality, Ford delivered the vehicle to foreigners living in the country. The owners, Dag, and his wife, Angela, are from Texas, and they run a U.S. barbecue business outside of Oslo. In a move that reeks of altitude privilege, they say that they have two sons who are over six feet tall, necessitating a larger vehicle. Now, across the globe, a country called France is putting a halt to EV subsidies. The country initially budgeted 1.5 billion euro dollars, but demand for the program was higher than anticipated. Instead, they are now bolstering leasing options until a cap is reached, with a plan to open it back up in 2025. Assuming that France can make it that long. In today's community comment found on YouTube, I will take a minute to address a misunderstood goof from Elon Musk. We all know that Elon doesn't know everything and sometimes speaks presumptuously. And this particular instance kind of hit home for me. Some time ago, Disney had an internal video meeting about LGBTQ inclusion or something like that. 
and they later added sign language interpretation to the video, which was presumably for the sake of the deaf employees at the Disney Corporation. This particular video came back up into popularity for some reason, and Elon, having public disdain for the Disney Corporation, was sparked to comment. He asked, quote, What's the point of sign language in a video if you have subtitles? Am I missing something? Well, the answer is a simple yes. Now, despite common belief, American Sign Language is not the same as spoken English in a different form. Depending on your level of skill and immersion, ASL has different structure, culture, tone, expression, and much, much more. It can't be simply replicated with a transcript. A fair comparison would be the auto-generated captions that YouTube does, but for a foreign video. Try it sometime. Go to a video in a totally different language and try out the YouTube auto-captions. They're kind of correct, but you miss out on a lot when the only method used for interacting online is just captions that are not quite right. So therefore, Disney, they hired ASL interpreters to accurately connect their message to an otherwise neglected audience. Now you may be asking, why doesn't Quick Charge do this? Well, the answer to that is simple too. Electrek doesn't have the money to pay an ASL interpreter, and this very entry is straining my meager abilities as it stands. Thanks for watching Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and I hope you have a great day.